Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to DFS Pre-Game Show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Friday, it's casual Friday, going to be talking about some NFL. Uh, I was considering talking about MMA, but we don't have we don't have any MMA ownership up yet. I'm assuming that's going to come out later today. So I don't know what, what I could share with you as far as MMA is concerned, but we can talk a little bit about NFL. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure that the projections and the ownership are going to matter until like Sunday morning with all these all these guys on COVID on the COVID list. Right. The, the Washington doesn't have a quarterback anymore. Both Kyle Allen and Tyler Heineke, who knows who's going to throw the ball for them, right? What's going on? I mean, obviously, we've got two games tomorrow. Are the Browns going to play? Who knows? It's back to old school. It's back to a year and a half ago where it's like, I don't know what's going on. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, But uh, we'll we'll, we'll build some lineups and see what's going on. Uh, As always, I see uh, the guys in the YouTube chat. Feel free to give those thummy thumbs, thummy thumbs. Good morning to Matt Mears, Doug Montgomery, card fan, Bart B, Shannon Lambert, Hog Lawrence. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. So, like, like I'm looking at lineup HQ. I'm looking at the gridiron IQ projections. Nothing, none of this is going to matter until like Sunday morning or at least Saturday night, right? Because because that they've changed the protocols. Like the NFL PA has agreed to like so if like lock it test negative on Saturday, he could play on Sunday. Some of these guys that are on the COVID list may not end up on the COVID list come Saturday, come Sunday. But the ones that are, we currently have out of the projections. And we now have like Miles Gaskin is back. So now, now, now Miami has an actual running back. Then we have Carlos Hyde, who's out. I'm not sure if that's, I don't know if he's still in the projections. Yeah, he's still in the projections. So that'll bump up James Robinson. So there's going to be a lot of moving parts. Things are going to change multiple times throughout today and tomorrow and Sunday morning. But uh, but the process remains the same, right? The process still remains the same. So what, what I'm going to try to do, uh, one of the unique things about this slate is that there's no game that has a 48 total or more. None of them. None of them have that high of a total, right? And we have a lot, a lot of games where one team is favored by more than a touchdown. Okay? So... As far as like, I'm more likely, it's kind of weird to say, the lower the totals are, the more likely I am to, to stack heavier, okay? Uh, because the opportunity cost on all the other games goes down. So like in a, in a situation where if we had five games with a 50 plus total, stacking, you know, three plus one or something of a 43 total game, there's too much opportunity cost to do so. Right. There's so many players from the higher total games that could put up ceiling scores, 30 plus points for wide receiver and running back that stacking the lower total games, even if they're cheap, uh, may may not be worth it because of the opportunity cost. Now, we we, we don't have those games. None of these, these games have a 48 total or higher. The lowest total is 39. Okay, highest total is 48. So being that there's a lot of games out here that there may not be an outlier result. There may not be a ceiling, someone that you need to have, and especially multiple that you need to have. So that's why I'm more likely to, you know, double stack on these types of slates than than on ones where there's multiple, you know, high scoring game environments. 
But whether or not you bring it back, I mean, if you play Arizona, if you play the Lions, I mean, like some of these teams, the Giants are 11-point underdog, the Jets are 10-point dogs, that Washington is going to be a 10 or 12-point dog possibly, right? The Falcons are 10. I mean, like, I mean, some of these, some of these games may not be that competitive. Buffalo is a 10-point favorite over the Panthers. So, I mean, as far as forcing runbacks, well, I mean, obviously it depends on the salary, depends on the position, depends on the ownership, depends on everything. But I, but I mean, I'd be more inclined to just take players from the higher team total teams, right? Do something like that. So I'm, I'm just going to run some lineups. I'm going to run 100 lineups. So I just said put 50% to, you know, double stack, which can include a running back with a one run back and 50% without a run back. Just give give it, give a lineup HQ the ability to just like, you know, up to 50% of one and 50% of the other. And let's see, let's see what lineups come out. I'm going to go to build rules. Number of unique players, one, whatever. We're going to spend most of our salary. I'm going to put quarterback exposure. We're going to allow a, a running back wide receiver tight end from, from the same team. Who cares? Right. We'll put quarterback max exposure at, at five. Is five good? All right. We've got 11 games. That's good enough. Maybe get the, the best ones out here. Maybe with the seven. Let's do it seven. Doesn't matter. Let's we'll see what comes out. The top, top hundred. Okay, let's run some lineups. Okay, that's running. Michael Paolo, pa, pa, Paolo Paoletti. Morning. Actually got here for a live viewing. Oh, you could always, you could always listen on the podcast feed later. You can watch on YouTube afterwards. You don't have to be here live. But yes, this is more, this is more likely to be a vomit stack week. You're looking for one game to go significantly over its total. And since a lot of a lot of these games are very close in total and low, you get the right one. It's not like the, the, the slates where there's three games that are of a 53 to 55 total. And it's like, oh, I need the 43 total to make up those 10 and then go over 10. There's not very there's not good games to choose from. So if you find if you find the one game that goes, you know, it's a 45 total and it ends up being 70 points, you win. So that's what that's what I'd be more looking to do than try to find the ones and doozies. Because there may not be any. There may not be many. The game environments are not very good. Most of these games are being played in cold weather. Obviously, the Lions Cardinals games are being played in the dome. That's you know, that's why the projections look a little bit better for them. All right. We're getting tons of Devontae Parker, tons of Cooper Cup, Michael Carter for the Jets. Who may this may, I mean, we may end up getting more James Robinson and more Miles Gaskin. I mean, obviously, like I said before that these projections and, and ownership are going to change numerous times between now and Sunday. But just to get a sense, we'll see, we get Zach Wilson coming up here, right? Zach Wilson lineups, 137. That's something I want to do? Probably not. Aaron Rodgers. With Barkas, with Velda Scoutling and Degora. Because Cooper Cup projects better than, than uh, Devontae Adams. So, like, the top one would be Jalen Hurts. But we don't even know if he's going to play. All right, so we have a Hurts lineup. 144. Hurts, Rager, Goddard. Do you have anyone? No, no run back. No, nothing. Do you have any any of these? 
any use with a with a Washington player? Probably not. Washington doesn't project very well, especially now that they're going to be most probably starting a quarterback that has that has only been with the team for like five days. So, like, how much of a play? How much of the playbook does he know? It's going to be very simple based, very simple basic offense. Tua, Tua is going to be. I think. I think Tua uh, is going to be the most one of the most popular stacks on the entire slate. Tua, Gaskin, Parker, Gazicki, some combination of that. Whether or not you run it back with a Jets player is up to you. But they project well. 143, 143. You can fit in Cooper Cup in these lineups. I mean, take a look at this. Tua plus Gaskin plus Parker plus Carter. Right. And then you get Metcalf with no locket. Cup, best rejected player. Goddard, best rejected tight end. And the Eli Mitchell, one of the top projected running backs in the Jaguars defense. I think they're going to see a lot of these types of lineups. I think two is going to be very popular with, uh, with Waddle out. And we have Stafford, also going to be popular because Cooper Cup is going to be the highest owned player on the slate. Stafford, Henderson, Cup. Stafford, Henderson, Cup. Stafford, Henderson, Cup. We have to see what's going on with their running backs, right? Here's Cup Henderson. Did we get anything other than Cup Henderson? No. And obviously you run that back with DK Metcalf or Freddie Swain, right? Yeah, here's a Freddie Swain lineup. But I think Stafford's going to be popular as a stacking partner. Josh Allen, because now with no Sanders, you get Gabriel Davis. So we're going to see Allen Davis digs. Any run back? I don't know. Let's see. We get any Panthers in here? Probably not. Do we get any Panthers? Let's see. No DJ Moore. None. None of that. No. I think that'll be the th- that'll be the third. You got Russell Wilson on the other on the other side. Like if this is the side where you do the run back, right? You go Wilson, Swain, Metcalf, Cup. And use Cup as the run back part of this. So I think that game is going to be popular, even though it may, it, I think, I think that game may be over-owned. I think so. Then we get Kyler Murray. Murray, Connor, Kirk. Murray, Green, Kirk. Murray, Green, Kirk. Another Green, Kirk. Kirk, Connor. The problem with Kyler Murray is that, you know, who to pair him with. Hopkins is out for the season, so you got a lot of people to choose from. And Kyler Murray, because of his rushing upside, does he need to be double stacked? Not necessarily. I mean, you can say the same thing with Jalen Hurts. Anyone on Detroit on the way back? I think Amon Ross St. Brown is, is, is fine. I ne- wouldn't necessarily do it with Godwin Iguabuque. I know uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is 5,200, but he's been, he's been kind of a target monster the past two or three games. Let's see, Trevor Lawrence with no Urban Meyer, 140. Okay, this isn't that bad. And you could play him with James Robinson if you wanted to. Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, James O'Shaughnessy. That doesn't seem all that optimal. The running back and the tight end. Do any of these have, okay, Laquan Treadwell here. Now it's mostly like Robinson Shaughnessy. In that case, I'd almost rather not play Lawrence in those types of lineups. 
Ben Roethlisberger, 139. And he played with Harrison Johnson, because they, they both project decently. Here's one with Fryermuth. Okay, that isn't that bad. Prescott, 139. This may be, the, I think the Cowboys may be under him. I thought that last week, and they ended up came in, coming in over him. Prescott, Cooper, Schultz, Cooper, Schultz, Cooper, Zeke. What's Lamb's price? Is Lamb going to be owned at all? They, they have a high team total. Jimmy G, 139. Jimmy G, Eli Mitchell, Debo Samuel. I'm not sure if Debo Samuel is worth 8,200. Barely playing as a wide receiver. I don't mind this. Garoppolo, Mitchell, Kittle. You could do that. Kittle's been killing it. Against Atlanta. San Francisco could just run over Atlanta, possibly. But still, I think I'd be focused just on the teams that, like, like here's Mike Glennon. Glennon, Barkley, Shepard. With no Cowboys run back. Like, I, I don't see myself playing those types of, those types of lineups. I think I'd be fo- I'd be focused on Dallas, 27 and a half team total. Arizona, 30 team total. Miami, 25 team total. Philadelphia, 26. Buffalo, 27. San Francisco, 28. I mean, because like the Rams are 24 and a half. And I understand, like, I understand, like, Cup is probably the safest, you know, wide receiver play. But Seattle can really slow down games. I think the play volume in this game is going to be much lower than the Rams are, are used to. So with less uh, less plays run, if the Rams are going to be popular, I'd rather be under on that. That's me personally. Like Cup is going to be like a very popular one-off. I think in this case, it's like, why, I mean, in comparison to a Diggs or a Adams, Deontay Johnson. I don't know about Debo, though. Who else is up here in the salary range? C.D. Lamb, Jamar Chase. Like, I'm much more likely to take a shot on that as a one-off, but I mean, projection, you're going to be giving up a lot of projection by not playing Cooper Cup based on our Grin R and IQ projections. Because, I mean, the difference between playing Cup and Adams is about five points. I mean, take a look here, 26 to 20. Are you going to get requisite enough? Are you get enough ownership by doing that? And if you do fade Cup for Adams, then you kind of have to jam in a lot, a lot of a lot of chalkier. You have to have probably Devonte Parker in that type of line. Play some of the other chalkier pieces because if we take a look at, from from uh, the wide receiver position has the biggest delta from the top to the middle, right? Cup, Parker, Metcalf. And then it kind of gets digs Johnson and kind of, then it goes down at running back currently. I mean, you could play like any of these running backs. It's what the difference of what four points at most two or three points in the right in the middle. I think James Robinson is going to start getting bumped up at 5,400 with hideout. He's going to start coming up. I think Gaskin maybe getting a little bit better of a projection, but still, I don't see anyone coming up here, you know, three, four point, you know, salary adjusted plus. So I think I'm more, I'm more likely to play 
a lot of running backs on this slate. Just based, just based on the numbers right here. As of now, as of now, as last night at 7.06 p.m., the last time this has been updated. Who knows? Right, we don't know. Who's going to be out tomorrow? We don't know. Alex Santi says, we don't have to stack Kyler. You don't have to, but would you at least want to put one? Wouldn't you play just Christian Kirk? Just play one. We take a look from team to team. Let's go to Arizona. We might not stack with AJ Green at 4,900, Rondell Moore. Zach Ertz is and Antoine Wesley are kind of, you're getting thin going there, but you can. Is Chase Edmonds going to play? Is James Honor going to play? They're both questionable. That, that may change something. Then we end up getting Eno Benjamin as chalk, as the only running back active for the Cardinals. Take a look at, like, Miami. Miami's going to come in very, really good. And it's not like they have a very low team total. The 25 is not that bad for this slate. Philadelphia is all going to depend on whether or not Hurts plays. I'd almost rather him not play. I'd rather Minshew play. But if, so you could stack them and throw the ball more, I guess. Then you got Buffalo. Diggs, Beasley, Davis. I can see myself having a lot of Josh Allen. If, if the Stafford Rams stacks start going up, if uh, Miami Tua stacks start going up, just play for Josh Allen. Just right because Diggs isn't going to be as owned as Cup, and Gabe Davis is going to be not, not as owned as Devontae Parker. I mean, Gabe Davis is going to be owned, but uh, the Waddle news uh, is going to is going to push Parker above Gabe Davis as far as like the cheap value option. Then we got other high team total teams like San Francisco, Eli Mitchell, he, but he's questionable too. So who knows? And the Rams are at a 24 and a half total, but like, do you want to play Van Jefferson? Do you want to play Ben Skaronik in a double stack? Higby, I guess Higby. What's going on with, uh, with Henderson? It's going to be one of those things where Henderson doesn't play and we get Sony Michelle. Again, 5,800, whatever. All right, I'm looking at my football list on Twitter. There's still stuff going on. Cedric Wilson has a chance to return from the COVID list. All right, Ahmed is also going to be active for the Dolphins. They're still conducting tests, but Tevin Coleman's going to be back for the Jets. And the Giants just announced fan appreciation day for Sunday. Season ticket holders get a free medium soda. There you go. Our team sucks, but have some coke, right? <laughs> you come to the ball, as, but only if you're a season ticket holder. So if you're not, if you, if you just buy single tickets, they don't care about you. They don't appreciate. You. Who would buy season tickets to the Giants the way that they're playing? I don't know. Uh, there's not that much to do here on a Friday. If you got any questions, feel free to post them in the YouTube chat. 
Because it's hard, it's hard to it's hard to make build lineups and run stuff when I know that everything's gonna change. <laughs> everything's gonna change four hours from now, even for NFL. It's not like in, it's not even like injury. At least with injuries, it's like okay, it's possible this guy plays. He's questionable. You know, Schefter says X and whatever. It's like, dude, we you know people have you know we had like a hundred plus players on the COVID list that maybe half of them come off. Maybe have maybe they've got a hundred more. Who knows? Who knows who's going to be the quarterbacks for some of these teams, right? I mean, I mean, in the, in our projections, we we still have Heineke, but obviously we're going to. Have, I mean, is he even in the player pool? Is Gilbert? Are we, are we are we? Is he is the Washington quarterback even going to be in the player pool? I don't even think so. But unprojected, so we have all the. Do we even do we have a while? Okay, Ryan Fit now. Ryan Fitzpatrick's injured. Is he even in the player pool? Can you not even stack Washington anymore? Oh, if Kyle Shermer starts. Okay, so if Kyle Shermer is in, you could play him at 4K. Probably probably wouldn't. This is a mess. It's a mess. Sports are a mess. Alex says Dix is going to be 25 to 30%. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think 15 to 20, maybe. I just think Cooper Cup's going to be insanely more owned than this. Like we currently have Cooper Cup at 27. I think he'll end up being 40. Even on the, you know, 11 game slate. Because you'll be able to have the money. Like you can make so many different constructions and, and still end up with Cooper Cup. In fact, on this on this on this uh, slate, I think I'm more likely to prioritize four wide receivers, do wide receiver flex than uh, than running back flex. Only because running back, does, I mean, look at the values here; like they're okay. Wide receivers have higher ceilings, and I mean, if you take a look here, we just if we just organized it just with both one the top salary adjusted value players. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. It's most it's more wide receivers up here than running backs. And even down here, right? Just on the screen, it seems like you know, 70% wide receiver. I think I'd rather I'd rather have more wide receivers in my pool. Shannon Lambert says preseason NFL starts for this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to go back to preseason tape to see. They're going to be some teams. I mean, obviously we're talking about the skill position players, but like we have like 80 plus players on the COVID list that are on the offensive line, on defensive, you know, secondary. Like I don't even pay attention to that stuff. But there may be some teams that are starting, you know, third string guards and fifth string safeties, guys off the practice squad. That's why it's hard to do anything now. But I think the ownership will condense. I think the ownership will condense. Coop, Cup, Parker, Metcalf. Probably, probably Gaskin, James Robinson, Najee Harris. I mean, I think there'll be a lot of condensement of ownership, more so than a lot of weeks. I really think Cooper Cup could easily get up to 40%. 
but he is the high. And, and same with Devontae Parker. I can see Devontae Parker being 25 or 30% owned. I can see the wide receiver position being very condensed ownership wise and getting away from some of that, some of it, maybe more fruitful. Maybe. Nbot asks, hey, we see how you use the RGB column. You ever use the smash column for anything? Well, that just shows like the distribution between the floor and the ceiling. I don't necessarily care. I aggregate, I'm aggregating projections anyway, so I'm not going to be able to get, get a floor ceiling combination anything. So I'm just going by the median. The differences between a lot of these smash quote smash percentages are not dramatic enough that I'd rather just view everything by the median. So it's like, oh, well, this guy is a 26% chance of, yeah, look, look at, look at, look at the higher smash percentage. Oh, they tend to be also the highest salary adjusted values also. Oh. And obviously the players on teams that are, are, are worse have worse smash percentages based on the team total. So I don't necessarily need to look at the smash percentage. I'm just looking at salary adjusted value. You end up pretty much doing the same thing. Because I may not need someone like Cole Beasley to put up 30 points on this slate. I think this is going to be a fairly low scoring slate. And if you could find the game that goes significantly over, you're going to win. The Panthers placed Matt Barkley on the COVID list, the back backup quarterback. That's what that's what it's all going to be all day. Who's on and off the COVID list? And everything is going to change. Oh, this guy, who knows? Who, who knows it's going to be? Cooper Cup could be at. Right. Well, we're talking right now. Oh, Cooper Cup's going to be the 40% owned. Tomorrow he can be uh, Cooper Cup gone. Right. He's he's on the list. Maybe Parker is uh, Parker's on the list. It's Albert Wilson season or whatever. Metcalf. Oh, Metcalf's gone. Oh, it's it's Eskridge. We're playing Eskridge now. Like, that's what I expect it to be. So for me to make plans now is, is, is almost pointless. I'm almost treating this NFL slate like an NBA slate. Like, I'll, I'll show up. I'll show up in inactives and start making my lines. <laughs> okay. Probably a short show today. No one has any any questions for casual Friday. It's casual. That's what we're doing. Normally, I would, I would show the, the MMA stuff that I have, but I, I don't have ownership. I got odds from yesterday. Like, my odds are in here. But I, I don't got any ownership. So there's nothing to compare it to. That's the whole point. What are the odds versus what they're going to be rostered by your opponents, by the field? Right, see, we got nothing. We got, we still got nothing. Hopefully, this this should be updated uh, in the afternoon, later today. It's just like, okay, here's the projections. Okay, I put them in. Here's the here are the odds. Put that in, but like comparing, I don't know who's going to be owned. I don't know. Is Justin Toffa going to be owned? Is Ricky Simone going to be owned? Like, what what was the exact ownership? I don't know. So I can't, I can't judge anything. I think it's a good GPP slate. I think I think uh, fading the main event on a four—it's a fourteen-fight card. 
and Derek Lewis is in the main event. If you wanted to just X out the main event, that may be perfectly fine. Understand it's still a heavyweight fight, so anyone, someone can be knocked out at any time. But Derek Lewis fights are slow and low volume. It's Dawkins versus Lewis. I mean, it could go five rounds, and neither of these guys score over 70 points in a, in a decision win. So if, any, if anything for this MMA slate, I think I'm more likely to just not have much of the main event. I mean, we saw with Lewis and, and Ghana, right? Like Lewis had like three, three significant strikes through two rounds. Of course, it's a, obviously, Ghana is a much better opponent than Chris Dawkins. But Derek Lewis ain't, ain't uh, you know, he ain't, he, he ain't throw, he ain't throwing fifty significant strikes around. He like he's nowhere close. We got a lot of heavyweight fights on this card. We got one, two, three. Got three of them. There's more more than usual. We got three. We got uh, three women's fights. Some heavy favorites up here. Heavy enough. But I think it really comes down to like, don't play much of the main event. Yeah, man, everything else is going to matter. Up here, up in this 9K range, it's all going to matter on ownership. And the underdogs do not look good on this slate. I'm not a big fan of the underdogs at all. Like, Bilal Muhammad could win, but I, I can't see him putting up a decent score. He's one of, one, of the, one of the lowest inside the distance odds there is. His fights are, are, are point scoring. You know, they're, they're good technical fights, but not good for DFS. So it's like, Muhammad, Asunchao, Henry, Hunsucker, Hill. Like, I don't, I don't even want to play any of these guys. I want to live around the mid-range, I guess. Like, Eubanks, Gatto. Like, that's, that's a fight I would want both sides of. Even though the inside the distance is low. These are two women that, that grapple and can put up a, a decent score in decision the decision uh, victory. But these heavyweight fights, damn. Heavyweight fights are either like, bang, someone has 115, or both fighters end up with like 50 points. Very high variance. So on those fights, typically I go the other side of what the the field is going to do. Right? So people aren't going to be like, I don't want to play. I think people are going to play Justin Poffman. Minus 180 inside the distance. But we could take like Dontel Mays, Mays versus Parisian. Like that may be a very low owned fight. And it's like, it's a heavyweight fight. Anyone, someone can get a knockout quick win bonus in a heavyweight fight much easier than other weight classes. So if less people are playing that fight, I'll play more of that fight. Too many people are playing Justin Taffa, I'll be playing less of that. But typically the main event, the five round fight, the main event gets is over-owned. It's typically over-owned in general no matter what type of fighters are in it. But especially on this one, I could, I could see the main event being, I could, I could, see, I could see someone winning with, a, with a, a second round KO, second round TKO, and still not making the optimal line. They score like 88. There's not going to be enough volume in this fight for a decision to, I mean, 
Like how many how many strikes could there possibly even if Dawkins is 20, 20 per round, 140, but that's still seven, that's like 70 points. But we'll have to see. May, um, hey, maybe the ownership will reflect that, but it, it probably won't. People overown the main event. But I don't know. That's why you got to check the ownership. Right? That'll be coming out, I hope, later today, which you can get with Roto Grinders Premium. Right? You can get just the MMA stuff if you want. But I would suggest the combo premium, especially since MMA is this is the last, last event for a month. Right, I don't think there's another there's another MM there's another UFC card until mid January. They're taking like a month break or something. So get it in, get it in now. You better get it in now. So sign up for Roto Grinders, the combo premium. Get all the scores. Click on the link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. We got two games for NFL tomorrow. Also, if you want to play them, I'd be more likely to play Showdown on those than the two game slate. But uh, if there's no if there's no further questions, right? It's casual Friday. I'll tell just casually. I got the I got the the apple juice back. Casually drink. Casually answer not many questions in the chat. But give me those thumbs ups on your way out the door. I don't mind ending the show early. I'll casually skedaddle out of here. Okay, so give me those thumbs ups. Give me the subscribe buttons. Give me the notification bells. We got Grinders Live coming up later today for our NBA. Who's in, who's out? I have no idea. I think there's 200 people on the COVID, 200 NBA players on the COVID list. Playing NBA with this stuff going on is even worse. Right, the Magic have just canceled the shoot around. Who knows what's going on? No one knows what's going on. Cover, get, get to your bomb shelters. The world's coming to an end or something. Uh, but we'll still have DFS though, right? They'll st- hey, the owners, they still want, they want to make their money. So they're going to try to keep sports on as long as possible so we can play DFS with it. And I can answer your strategy questions, as always, like I do here on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. <laughs>